Hello and welcome back to the Athletes Agency International Podcast. We are back today with a very special episode. Today is our sixth episode of our podcast and we are having our first Athletes Agency parent on. Those who have listened to our previous episodes, on the third episode we had Grace Convey, uh, a beach volleyball player who recently graduated from the University of Louisiana Monroe. And today we're having Grace's mother on the show, Susan Hawkins. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with Susan. She is now a diehard Warhawk fan, and I'm excited for all of you to hear a parent's perspective of sending their child to college in the U.S. Enjoy. Hello, Susan. Yes, hello. Okay, there we are. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on to the Athletes Agency International podcast, and also thank you for being our, our first parent on this show. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on and get to show the listeners a different side of the story. Oh, delighted. I'm really oh. looking forward to sharing our experiences and hopefully giving other parents a bit of an insight into what this great journey is all about. Absolutely. Well, we'll go ahead and just get started. Uh, if you could give the listeners uh, a little bit of a brief uh, you know, introduction about yourself and which athlete's agency athlete is your child. Uh, my name's Susan and my daughter is Grace Convey. She is a beach volleyball player and uh, I think she and uh, one of her fellow Queensland uh, and Australian junior friends are the first two to have actually completed a beach volleyball scholarship. So it's a new sport and, um, yeah, we've been on this journey uh, four years and uh, it's been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, we – for those who are just maybe now tuning into this episode, we had Susan's daughter on the on our third episode, and that was Grace Convey, and she had a fantastic story. So if you want to, you know, hear her story first, you know, be sure to go back and listen to that, and then you know, listen to her mother's story. Um, Susan, did you growing up? Did you play sports yourself? And if so, how big of an influence was your experience for your kids? Uh, I think the best way to describe my sporting um, career was probably a participant level. It was pretty mediocre, to be honest. Uh, I tried mm -hmm. my hand at a few things. Hockey was my sport at high school and, and did a bit of netball. Look, I was reasonably dexterous, but was I? did I put myself in, in the athlete category? Certainly not. Um, mm -hmm. So it certainly wasn't anything that, that uh, you know, my sporting career or lack thereof that would have influenced Grace. I think, that, you know, the reason we got our kids into sport or, or any interest was we had four children and, um, A, we wanted to get those batteries run down overnight time, so get the kids running around and just providing that extra structure for, for their life. So um, we were really happy for them to participate in what, whatever sport or interests interested them so um grace can't really found her own way through through volleyball never even watched a game until she started playing it oh wow that's amazing and you know you, you talked about four kids it's obviously uh that's that's a lot to handle and like you said sports kind of gives them the structure can you talk us through maybe the challenges of juggling the work and family life and still making sure your kids are involved in you know, sports, if all four of them were involved in sports, some were probably involved in other activities. What's it like juggling all that and making sure they're staying involved? Yeah, I could get uh, pretty hectic, that's for sure. Um, so we had two volleyballers. Grace's um, stepsister really followed in her 
footsteps. We have one um, non-athlete, a musician, so um, not a huge sporting interest there. And then another one that, you know, dabbled in, in all sorts of different things. But you're right, we both work full time and trying to straddle and get them to training um, and rely on them to be really structured and have good habits. So I think, you know, it relies a lot. I was fortunate. I've got a really supportive husband who we, we split the the routines up, but um, I wouldn't say it was easy. And I think, you know, any parent who is listening to this and, you know, has a child that's, that's um, you know, performing at a reasonably elite level can relate to this. I mean, you, you're there from dusk till um, dawn till dusk, really, depending on their training schedule. And you just got to flex around it and enjoy it. You, I think you've just got to lean into it. Um, we always had a philosophy that if our kids are into it, we should be into it too. Um, if you, if you don't, you know, if you're fighting it as a parent, then it's a slog. I think it's much more enjoyable. We just accept that that's going to be a part of your life and, and embrace everything it's got to offer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know uh, I can relate my, my parents were my biggest support system and ma- mainly so my mom for, if, if it wasn't for my mother, uh, I mean, forget it, <laughs> getting to trainings and, um, you know, staying organized and everything. Like you said, you know, the, the sport itself kind of uh, makes the kids, um, you know, stay up to date and organized to an extent. But at the end of the day, you still need somebody to get you to your practices, pick you up, you know, all those things. And without you guys, I mean, none of it would, you know, we couldn't be, you know, we couldn't go on to play college sports. We couldn't, you know, do those things. It's, there's a lot of credit to give uh, to the sacrifices that you make. And, um, you know, at, at what point did you, did you maybe recognize and, and grace or in, uh, any of your kids that this is something that they could potentially be successful at? Um, what, what, what triggered that? Well, as I said earlier, I wasn't all that familiar with the sport of volleyball. I grew up in New South Wales and it wasn't something that was offered in, in any of the schools that, that I went to. I guess it hasn't, you know, been a big Olympic sport, so not one of our main sports, you know, the whole country gets behind. So it wasn't until Grace started um, playing at at school and got uh, selected for a representative side. In fact, I think we went, must have gone to some regional, and she said, oh, we're playing in the gold medal match. And I went, oh, really, you guys are that good? Went along and watched. She got <laughs> she got the MVP. Uh, she was a blocker at that time. As I said, I just thought the game was utterly fascinating. I I, I just love you know I watch a game of Tiddly Winks if there's a, a team to cheer on. I, I'm I just love cheering and and supporting sport. Um, and it's from there that the momentum just built. She was just getting selected. She was enjoying it. Um, and then each opportunity led to another opportunity. So it really wasn't as though we knew about any particular pathway. The, the, the doors open, she walked through them and we just kept going on the journey um, as far as, you know, the selections would, would take her. And that, that's mm-hmm. really how we, we started to discover the opportunity and realise that this game of volleyball was huge internationally. There's a great saying, um, play it once, love it for life. And mm-hmm. I think that is true from a spectator perspective with volleyball as well especially beach volleyball it's watch it once and you will love it for life Um, I don't know too many parents or or people who watch a game of volleyball indoor beach and and at at a competitive level and don't love it 
yeah, it's such a fast paced game. It's actions always happening. It's, it's really fun to watch. I know for me, I'm from the, I'm from South Carolina and um, you know, there wasn't, and when I was in high school growing up, I didn't really know too much. But I knew the game of volleyball. I would, you know, and when, I, when the Olympics were on, I would watch it, but I didn't really know too much. But when I went to college and you kind of get into that environment where everyone's a part of something and you're supporting all the other teams, I really realized like how amazing the sport is, how fast paced it is. And um, people instantly are engaged in it when you're watching it's hard to not like, you know, it's hard to not find it entertaining. Um, but, you know, like you said, each opportunity kind of led to one of the other. Grace went on to do amazing things representing Australia. And uh, I think it was the U19 uh, Asian Championships. Amazing stuff. Uh, when she, you know, it might have came, it might have been mentioned as she was going through the process. But when she first initially might have told you uh, about go states to pursue a scholarship what were your initial thoughts because it's such a big move it's all the way across the other side of the world as a parent what were your feelings yeah we were really supportive of the opportunity when grace first started considering that as an option i think she would have been grade 10 and we actually heard mm -hmm. someone from um aussie athletes agency speak at a volleyball queensland awards night and they came and spoke about this opportunity. Um, that particular person had been to college. Um, she'd lived it. She'd been a volleyballer and opened a number of um, the parents' eyes there that night to this opportunity. It wasn't even, again, it wasn't on my radar and I don't think it would have been on, on Grace's. At that point, she was probably considering whether she would go down to Adelaide and be in the high performance program for Volleyball Australia mm -hmm. as a, you know, um, volleyball down there and the opportunity again we just kept exploring it I don't even think at that point she had fully realized her beach volleyball potential she was predominantly still an indoor player at that point but something you know appealed to her um, Grace likes to live life large she's you know always looking for those sort of you know more serendipitous of, of adventurous experiences and I think it just really appealed to her this opportunity to have not only, um, you know, play her sport at a, a different level, but have this incredible life opportunity. So we, I think for a, a year or two, we entertained either the college pathway um, or whether she might go and pursue, um, you know, be part of a high-performing um, pathway program here in Australia. And, you know, those two options were being weighed up. And I, I remember driving home from practice one night from uh, where she went to the Queensland Academy of Sport. And she said, you know, Ma, I, I don't think I want to pursue um, volleyball as, you know, being an Olympian or anything like that. And I remember at the time thinking, what? What do you mean? Like, isn't that every athlete's <laughs> dream that you're going to one day potentially yeah, right. play at the Olympic level? But once she explained why she felt that way um, and that she saw a potential for herself, I guess, to have a more, a different career path and she didn't want to necessarily be a career athlete and maybe make it through the eye of the needle after 10 years of training. I think she made mm -hmm. a really rational choice and she said, you know, I really want to pursue college instead. I think I personally will get more out of that. Um, and that's when we started to lean into the college opportunity a little bit more. No, awesome. That takes a lot of maturity for her to, to realize that and, you know, 
be able to tell herself at grade 10 or grade 11, you know, I think this is the best path for me. Um, that's big from her. Um, you know, and you, uh, you mentioned about, uh, you know, starting to pursue that together. Uh, Grace mentioned that you guys tried the recruitment side of things on your own. Um, <laughs> talk us a little bit through that and then talk us a little bit through how, when you guys started with athletes agency, uh, what were the benefits for not only just Grace, but as your, like for your whole family? Yeah, we, we did actually start out on, on that path, you know, the whole, how hard could it be? Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, time is the time and knowledge of the, the system. I mean, said to you earlier, we both uh, work full time, certainly, you know, in addition to, um, you know, our own jobs and family life and then um, still driving grace and tending to our other kids' extracurricular activities. I mean, there just, you know, isn't enough time to dedicate. And you, I think you need someone with that singular focus that um, they can bring in addition to the, the knowledge, obviously, of how to navigate. Um, it's an entirely different system to what we have here in Australia, the um, exam system, the SATs, the prep. Um, you know, there's so many aspects to it. To understand and uh, having, I think, an expert and someone who understands the pitfalls and can navigate and have those, those um, conversations that you're probably not equipped to have is is where the value is. Absolutely, and you know that also comes from base, uh, just how you said you you guys were at awards night and you you know we gave a, a one uh, might have been Dave or someone else that may, might have given a talk. And it's about, you know, being out in the community and being able to just offer that support if needed. Um, and it goes a long way. Um, so as, you know, you, you join Athletes Agency, you guys are going through the process and uh, Grace lands with ULM. Uh, you know, talk us through, you, you've picked, you, she's picked the university and Grace is about to, you know, go off to go off to the States. Um, how did you prepare Grace for that moment? Or was she just pretty much mentally, you know, just ready to go and super excited? Yeah, I think Grace was perhaps more mentally prepared than I was or the family was, to be honest. I think she was pretty excited. She um, had done a little bit of research. And, when you know, she did choose ULM, but ULM also chose her beach beach volleyball at that time and still really now even four years on is a relatively new NCAA sport at the time there were only about 50 mm -hmm. schools um, did one NCAA beach volleyball programs and often those um, mm. opportunities are not like the other sports um, that I'm sure a lot of the other parents and, and kids listening here you know they're not always full rides they're not always fully funded scholarship opportunities right um, because the funding just hasn't been there. It, it, as I said, it's that reasonably new sport, probably six, seven years, maybe a bit longer, eight years. And, you know, it takes mm -hmm. a long time to build mm -hmm. the momentum and get the funding. So ULM, um, you know, provide that opportunity and go for a visit first because, again, the funding isn't there for that sport. And I thought, well, I'm not going to pay twice to go to America, come back, and then we're going off again. Plus didn't really have the, the right. holidays to do that. So we took a bit of a punt and, and went over cold. But I think for 
I know from my own experience, I remember, um, you know, they don't really go over until August, so finish high school here, what, November, December, and then you've got all those months. And I think I went through, because you were so, so much of your time you spent with your young person as an athlete, as you said, driving them to training, going to their competitions, it becomes an extension of your life, whether you intend it to or not, it, it just does. And to know that that whole chunk of your life is now going to be going and then also your child is going to be living on. So I think I was really concerned about this hole that I was going to have in my life, whereas Grace wasn't worried about that at all. Like any any young person, she's come <laughs> out of here and, you know. But for, um, I think it took us, uh, it took, you know, thinking thinking about what it living here without that aspect to our life I think I went through a bit of a, a grieving process but it was when the time came um, it was an entirely different experience so you know it was a lot easier to to let go of all of that when the time actually came but thinking about it and anticipating it was it was kind of hard for me I'll admit yeah I, I know my parents can relate they became empty nesters once I left and I think you know, you, you guys spend, have so many sacrifices and spend so much time, uh, you know, being there for us and being a support system at our games, taking us to training. And then all of a sudden, like you said, you know, she, she's up and moving away and that that all goes away with her. Um, so yeah, so it, it's a big it's a big life adjustment. How did you, you know, adjust from staying involved still? Uh, obviously, you know, it was with the distance, were you able to maybe tune into some of the, uh, her matches or um, did you ever get to go visit and watch one of her games at, at her university? Yeah, we, we were really fortunate. I mean, you know, that would be one thing I would say to parents. If you have the means to be able to go over there and, and watch your um, young person play in, the envi- in their college environment, you really should. It's just really, it's so rewarding. It's such a, a different um, culture. The college life over there is so very different. So I took her over um, when I first dropped her there and was, you know, angled a bit of a trip to New York on the back of it for myself. And, and yeah, that's right. Explored that's a, right. A few places. And uh, when we first got, I don't know if Grace shared this particular story, but, you know, when we first got to, um, she's in northeast Louisiana in a place called Monroe, and it, it's not New Orleans. It is not a big city. There's a, a small town. And, you know, Louisiana is, um, you know, you're from the southeast self, um, but it's one of the poorer places. It's mm-hmm. one of the, you know, lowest socioeconomic areas of, of the states. And it was a culture shock, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit. We arrived and I was just like, wow, this looks very different. Um, I think in my head I had, you know, ideas of what you see on TV um, about colleges and it wasn't that the campus and everything was beautiful, but I just felt, you know, it wasn't maybe going to be right for her. And, you know, I went to bed the first night. We were there quite anxious about whether this southern town was going to be the right fit and it all seemed just, I don't know, it was very different to, you know, what we're from. And I'm a pretty well-travelled person. I'm pretty open-minded, but it just didn't sit well with me. Anyway, I spent five days there. She had to go straight into training. She was doing it um, on an indoor scholarship for her first year. And I was left to my own in this place for five days. And I left um, feeling like this was going to be a great fit for her. 
And the things that really changed my mind in those five days were I spent a lot of time, I got to talk to a lot of the other girls. Their parents had shared all the same feelings and concerns that I had. Um, They were all really well adjusted. They loved it. Spent a lot of time talking to the coach and I explored the place. I went out and just met people in the town and saw what a great, um, friendly, welcoming community it was. And she seemed in after those five days the the program they had was so busy I didn't don't think she would have had time to be homesick anyway and yeah I left it at that and I've been back every year we would be we would have um, gone this year if it wasn't for um, the COVID situation because she didn't get to complete um, sadly didn't mm-hmm. get to complete her senior season I guess that's you know sort of one of those disappointments that's come along and the as a result of this pandemic but we, um, I went every every year and watched her her play and tacked on a fabulous holiday with my husband at the same time. It was great. Yeah, it's always it's always a good thing. I know when I I went I first started out of school away from home in Colorado. My parents and family would come out every year, and I don't know. You get to as a parent, I noticed that you guys get to mingle with one of each other, and you kind of look forward to the time of the year where you all are going to the games together and, you know, it becomes a, a, a little community, an international community. Um, and yeah, it, it's very nice to see. Um, but yeah, Grace mentioned, you know, she wasn't, it's, it's interesting because Grace also mentioned she wasn't exactly sold on Monroe at the beginning. Um, but once she got started and got into the environment, she really fell in love with it so much so that now she's even going back for her master's, which is amazing. Um, you know, that's that's awesome for her. And I think there's going to be many pathways that will open up after she completes her master's. And um, I know she'll go on to do great things. What would you say from your view was Grace's maybe biggest adjustment or challenge? Hmm. I think, to be honest, the reentry back home and the travel back and forth, because I think you spend your life in two worlds and I'm sure it would have been the same for you if you were, you know, in Colorado, South Carolina, you know, your home life and your college life are very different and they become an adult in the college world. They're reasonably independent. Um, that's one thing actually I will say again about the, the US college system that I is very different to ours. I think it's this great um, launch pad for fully formed adulthood because you're living away from home but you're in still a safe structured environment you don't have to do everything yourself but you're still going to do a fair bit for yourself so I just think it's this really nice between worlds um, where your kid can spend three or four years finding out who they are so I'll just give that a, a, a bit of a plug but I think you know she said to me I think it might have been a second time home where she's you know suddenly they're back home in your environment and you revert back to parenthood and she said to me, you know, mom, I spend eight months of my year not here. You wouldn't have a clue what I do. <laughs> it's like, that's so, that's so true. <laughs> and you have to remember they're, they're an adult um, and they had come back into your home as a child and you've got to adjust to that and they have to adjust to that. So I think finding the, those rhythms as a family um, and how your student comes back and spends, whether it's the three months over the summer, the month at Christmas, whatever it might be, um, and, and appreciating that they have another world that they, they live in. They have two, two homes. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, you know, besides the sports and the great opportunity and that side of things, 
I think there's a huge benefit in the U.S. university system where you're kind of, like you said, you're kind of thrown into an adulthood situation, but there's also some kind of structure to it still. You know, you, you still have to be in places, but you're kind you, you're on your own uh, all of a sudden, and you you have to figure some things out on your own, and it really matures you as a person. And uh, I think uh, it, it's important to look at uh, any U.S um experience for anyone considering the pathway as the overall experience who you're going to become when you're done with your four years or even further um you know more so it's 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 more so about who you're going to become as a person than you know who you're going to become as a player uh there's there's much more to it um and like you said you know she you she spends eight months out of the year there and, and you have no idea so you know she gets to use those eight months to you know find herself and uh who she is and her interest and i know she mentioned a lot about um how you know speech pathology wasn't even her first choice as a major she kind of just found it and i you know i had a similar experience as well i went as went in as a business major and within the first three weeks when it came to the first exam, I was, I said to myself, this isn't me. <laughs> like, I, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm gonna have to switch. So it's really interesting to hear that. Um, you know, as, as the time was going on, at what moment, it might've been right away or, or it might've been later on for you, but at what moment did you realize that sending Grace all the way to the States was worth it? Oh, I think after her first year and seeing her excitement to get back amongst her friends, as, you know, so they come home for that, three-month break and you know, by the end of it she was dying to get back and reconnect with her friends and as I said you know it's it's another family over there and they become that whole world you know their friends and their friends parents become an extension of your family that's why again I think it is fabulous if parents can get over there and um, see it for themselves because you feel like you are part of that college community you know, I proudly um, have a Warhawk sticker on the back of my car and, you know, we feel like once a Warhawk, always a Warhawk mm -hmm. and, you know, that's that that's part of our DNA now. Um, but I think after that first year and really seeing uh, her maturity uh, after, you know, having been there for a year and that excitement, as I said, in, in going back. And, you know, I think parents need to remember with this too, um, you know, it's not if you change your mind, you can come home. So I think we always went in with it with that, right. um, you know, obviously that isn't the outcome that, that you're looking for, but I think we always said, you know, if at any point it becomes something that you don't want to pursue, then don't, uh, you know, it, but to not go in and give it, your, um, give it a full red hot go and embrace all the opportunities, um, you know, that would be cheating yourself as well so I think she did that at the same time you know we said to her you are going to get homesick I think you have to accept you know I lived overseas when I was younger and you do you get homesick and so I did also say to her try not to give into it I mean we're so lucky with technology these days you can FaceTime at the drop of a hat right. you don't have to rely on some mm -hmm. letter you know being sent by airmail or anything like that um, so technology helps but we really encouraged her to push through that homesickness because it, it's fleeting it passes and it builds character and um, I know that makes me sound like a, a tough mum but you know I, I think we all suffer that ex you know there can be 
when you're homesick, it can be a really overwhelming experience and it's easy to give into it. But I think if you can push through to the other side, there's so mm. many great things that um, you that are yet to experience. And as you said, it's that life experience. The sport is the vehicle. It's everything else that, that happens around that to me is where the richness of, of that experience is for, for young people. Yeah, and I think, I think uh, and it was something for me as well, I believe Grace mentioned it, but when you go away and you're away at that extended a period of time, it also makes you realize um, maybe what you took for granted at home. Uh, and, you know, you, you really start to hold on to that and you, you add value to that. Um, so it makes you realize, you know, what you maybe took for granted and overlooked. And when you go back, you, you make sure that you do take notice to that and you do take value to that. So it, it, there's, uh, it opens up your eyes to different yeah, things. Yeah, I think it's great. So, um, sorry. We're, 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 no, no, go ahead. We're, oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say we're, we're close to wrapping it up here and I want to get your, your insight on compared to your university experience com, uh, to Grace's, what, what would you think is the well, biggest difference? Well, I actually not go to university. So I've started my career as a journalist, but um, I was able oh, to go awesome. through a traditional cadetship. So I actually learned on the job and did four years as a cadet at a newspaper. So I didn't end up um, de- needing to, to go to university. So Amazing. it was very different. But I think if I look at it compared to even our other children's experiences, um, it's entirely different. You know, as I said, the college experience in America is a, a whole life experience. You know, everyone in Munro's walking around with Warhawks um, apparel, Warhawks sweatshirts and, and all of that. You don't see people walking around um, Brisbane, QUT, UQ, woo. I mean, it just doesn't, you know, it, it's <laughs> something your kids do. Um, it's kind of like a, an extension of school in a way. But there it is this whole of life experience and I think that's the the big difference where there's an investment that is, um, you know, you're on campus, you're living there, you're whole, you're in a bubble, um, which can be good and bad, but I think there's, it, it is that immersion, it's a more immersive experience is the way I, you know, based on the experiences that my other, you know, children and stepchildren have where, they do a lot of their courses online, uni, you know, don't really, we're not, not involved particularly. We don't know a lot about it, whereas we have a lot of knowledge, I guess, you know, about um, Grace's experience because she lives it in an entirely different way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, uh, you know, for any parent that might be having, that might have a kid who's thinking about this pathway, what, what kind of things would you tell that parent? I think, you know, if it's something that don't foist it upon your child, it's got to be something that, that, that they want to do, but wholeheartedly support them and try not to maybe, you know, be selfish about it. It is hard to think about your, your kid going away, particularly if they're, you know, just turning 18 or just turned 18. It, it might seem young, um, but trust the process, trust the experience. Again, if, if it's not for them, they can come home. But if it, it's something that they want to do, you know, get behind it because I, I, I think um, your life will be richer for it, not just your child's. And uh, you'll have a whole international family you, you didn't even know existed there and you'll, you and um, your child will have 
friends for life and who knows where those opportunities are going to take. So I think it's an amazing opportunity. I, I tell all sorts of people if you, your child has a, is showing some kind of athletic ability and there's a, an opportunity for them to, to turn that into a, a life experience, go for it. Yeah, uh, I talked about that with Grace as well. The people that you meet, you know, along the way of your university experience, um, you know, are friends for life. Um, you know, some of them will even become like family to her. And, um, you know, th those relationships go a long way. So it's important to come into with an open mind, uh, with an open mind when you go through this university experience, which is exactly what you and your family did. Um, you know, not being too sure on one experience, but, you know, you guys still gave it your full, your full, um, you know, the, your full, your full self in the, in the experience. And it really came and paid dividends for Grace. Um, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're close to wrapping it up and I kind of want to maybe give you this time. If there's anything you want to say to Grace uh, about her journey or what she's achieved uh, so far. Well, she knows that, that we're proud of her. She's, you know, always been a, a high achiever and someone who does lean into life so so she knows all that but um i probably just want to thank her for all those extra experiences that we've got you know we know um now what crawfish is um we we go to the south uh, <laughs> and love it our eyes have been open to all sorts of new experiences so i'm constantly thanking her she thanks me and um, the rest of the family for supporting her but we say thank you to her and her volleyball and her commitment because we've been given this whole great aspect to, to our life as well. And a lot of people might say, oh, you know, it's not about us. It absolutely is about our kids. But as you said, you know, we invest so much time and energy into it. We might as well get something out of it as well. And this experience has has given us that. So, yeah, thank, thanks, Grace. And um, pleased to see that you, you now make your bed and you're a whole lot tidier than when you left four years ago. <laughs> absolutely you know I, i'm glad to hear that you guys uh have taken a liking to the southern comfort food uh it's something that i always miss when i'm away from home but uh, i also you know want to you know wanted to obviously thank you for coming on today uh taking the time to share your experience and also on behalf of athletes agency i want to take this moment uh to before we end the episode to say how thankful we are for all the care, love, and support that you gave Grace and all the parents out there that they give their kids. Um, you know, your sacrifices don't go unnoticed. It's, it's the, and it's those sacrifices that have shaped, you know, the incredible person that Grace is today and she'll go on to do great things. So, um, you know, thank you so much for your time and it was a pleasure speaking with you. And I know we'll Thanks, be touching Thanks Joe, appreciate it. All righty, thank Awesome, you. you have a good one, all right? Bye-bye. I really enjoyed speaking with Susan. It is really important for all of our athletes out there to remember how all of us have got to where we are today. Parents are vital in the development of athletes and without their sacrifices, love and support, a lot of us would not be where we are today. Susan did just that for Grace and all of her children. She said it best, if our kids are into it, we should be too. Amazing words there that create an environment for Susan's kids to fully indulge in their passions. I think it is really important for all of us listening to take a moment and thank those who have made those sacrifices and give us, given us that love and support. We all need it to make the next step in our lives. I also want to thank Susan for coming on today and being our first of what we plan to be many parents on the show. 
And on a personal level, I also want to say a big thank you to my mother and father who have always been there for me and have always encouraged me to take a leap of faith in my athletic and academic journeys. As usual, thank you to all of you who are tuning in and listening to the Athletes Agency International podcast. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Aussie Athletes Agency and at Kiwi Athletes Agency. So you can uh, stay up to date on all of our athletes and who's committing where and whatnot. And lastly, please go follow the podcast on Spotify so you can get notifications on our new episodes. Till next week.